On this Friday installment of Locked On Texans, John and I are going to be joined by our good friend, Mr. Aaron Wilson, as we discuss whether or not there is a trade market for Deshaun Watson. But first, Cody, it's Friday. Start the countdown, chop and screw it. You are Locked On Texans. Daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, everybody, to a Friday edition of the Locked On Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Johnson Sports Guy Hickman. Joined by none other than Sports Illustrated's own Cody Davis. And thank you for making the Locked On Texas your first listen. We are free and available on all major podcasting platforms, as Cody alluded to. Can't wait to discuss uh, football, mainly Sean Watson with Aaron <laughs> Wilson, uh, his market value, and what the Houston Texans will and will not do uh, moving forward with Deshaun. But, Cody, first, what do we have on our plate for today? As you mentioned, this episode is going to be one of those episodes that's going to be dominated by Deshaun Watson talk because as we all know, today is a very big and very important day, not just for Deshaun Watson, a football player, but Deshaun Watson, a person, because a grand jury will decide whether or not the 22 or some of the 22 cases against him will become criminal. And from what we all understand as of right now, if he gets a... You know, these are just claims. We're not going to make anything criminal. Then the Houston Texans and Deshaun Watson, a football player, will be able to continue to move forward and finding a home for him. Hopefully, Nick Casario can go out and get that big trade package that we all are expecting him to get in a trade for Deshaun. But if these allegations are a little bit more serious than what we all, uh, all, all, believe at this time then you know everything is going to take a turn for the worse and then, and then definitely at that point football is going to have to take a back seat and john when i take a look at the market right now that is why i'm so excited to talk about talk to aaron wilson right now i just don't know if there's a market for deshaun watson because some of the main teams that had all the assets to go out and give Nick Casario that big trade package all of the major teams who actually wanted deshaun for what we're going up on 13, 14 months since he first demanded his trade last year. A lot of the teams moved on. Earlier in the week, we saw the Denver Broncos acquire um, Russell Wilson um, on Wednesday, which was very surprising. The Washington Commanders actually wow. traded and got their hands on Carson Wentz. As we all know, the Philadelphia Eagles, the Miami Dolphins, the New York Giants, all of those teams have moved on and they are staying loyal to the current young quarterback that they have have and John as of right now I, I just don't know if there's this big market for Deshaun you know I do want to say something really quick I saw a lot of tweets throughout the week uh, mainly on uh, Thursday people are really hoping that Deshaun Watson's uh, legal situations don't result in a uh, in criminal charges right and that's what we're waiting on um today we're waiting to see if this will turn criminal or not and i, I thought it was kind of funny you know a lot of people are saying you know get this man out of my city 
Uh, hopefully, there are some uh, some people on the. Uh, there's a judge, uh, one that I can't remember exactly, but hopefully, there's a judge that is uh, biased to Deshaun Watson enough to get him out of town. So biased to uh, Deshaun Watson. <laughs> yeah, not make these charges. I guess go criminal so he can continue to possibly play uh, his career out just somewhere else, right? But, you know, to answer your question, the market isn't what everybody thought it would be, hmm. right? And I, I look at the commanders now, and it's, it's so hard not to call them by their former name. You know, you, you grow up with it for so long, it's, I still revolt, revert back to it. But the commanders, uh, we look at the the Green Bay Packers, they're sticking with Aaron Rodgers. Denver just traded for Russell Wilson and the commanders just traded for Carson Wentz. And so I'm not mentioning Green Bay, but when I look at the commanders, when I look at Denver, those are two teams where at least I speculated, especially with the commanders, that they would be in the market for Deshaun Watson. Uh, So I still think his market is out there, but it isn't going to be as, as big as we may hope it would be. Which would give, which would, which would have given Houston the options of, of playing around a little bit to see where they would send them off. But of course, I think at this point it's very important for both parties and Deshaun and Houston to work together to find the best franchise to send them to. Now Miami is off the table. Philly, as of right now, is off the table. Of course, we saw the rumor and report that the Steelers may be on the table and want to. Uh, you know, trade for Deshaun Watson, assuming everything later today goes in favor of Watson not getting those criminal charges. But as long as there's an opportunity for a team to grab a superstar quarterback that they believe can change their franchise around, then, yeah, there's going to be a market for them. So I immediately look Hmm. at Seattle, who just traded away their franchise quarterback and Russell Wilson. Also look at the age of Pete Carroll, even though he looks young, <laughs> uh, Pete Carroll is still 70 years old. And so I'm not 100% sure that he's down for a quote-unquote rebuild, especially considering they have DK under that rookie contract. Tyler, uh, uh, Tyler Lockett is there. They traded for North Fant. So that gives them a dynamic tight end. I think so. Um, of course, they have their own holes, but who's not to say that Seattle isn't interested in Deshaun Watson. Hmm. That's number one. And I don't look at the coach. I would never look at a, a uh, individual <laughs> trade. But we also have to look at the Steelers as a potential candidate, right? Uh, Carolina, who I think as of right now, considering what I feel, not or oh, I'm speculating, not going off of anybody else's sources. I'm not being told this. But I do look at Carolina as the one team that has survived the rumors from a year ago. Right, mm-hmm. it was Philly, it was Miami, it was Carolina, uh, but then we also heard something about New York. New York's out, Philly's out, Miami's out. Right now, the Carolina Panthers, who is actively shopping CMC, I haven't heard anything that they are definitively out, and they are the ones that have survived this Russian roulette, uh, you know, sweepstakes of Deshaun Watson. So. Now I look at Seattle, I look at I look at the Panthers, and the Steelers is also a team. I also feel like there may be a wild card team that we're not necessarily mentioning. You know, just 
not 100% sure, but there's a market, yes. Mm. Uh, but, you know, the market could either uh, blossom after later today or the market could crash <laughs> after mm. later today if Deshaun Watson is indeed, in fact, uh, hit with those criminal charges. And I do want to mention this before moving on. Um, Wednesday is also another big day, which also makes today even bigger. Um, on Wednesday, Deshaun Watson's thirty-five to forty million dollar contract for the twenty twenty-two season will become fully guaranteed Wednesday at four p.m. Eastern time. So, if Deshaun, you know these accusations against him do not become criminal then we possibly be could be looking at a deshaun watson trade prior to wednesday at 4 p.m eastern time 3 p.m central time here excuse me yeah and, and i think that's what houston would love nick Casario would love to kind of move on before that contract becomes guaranteed but you know if i'm not mistaken and uh this is just me thinking on the fly so i'm not 100 sure but if his contract becomes guaranteed they move on from him uh, a day later or whenever the case is, then that contract does become uh, the, the next team's obligation. I, I think I'm correct on that, but I could be wrong. Uh, but Aaron Wilson is up next to talk the market for Deshaun Watson and his thoughts on the Houston Texans. I do want to let you guys know that next week we will continue our mock draft and free agency officially can kick off on Monday. So, a lot of guys, you're seeing a lot of guys in the news starting to get cut. Those players are going to need new homes. And I think that next year's or this year's free agency could be more uh, important to Houston than last year's free agency in terms of what they can actually do uh, salary cap-wise and be expecting at least, and I think it will be one, but at least one big free agency splash. I do not think it's J.C. Jackson. His asking price is way too high, so please get that out your mind. It's that time of year again. It's college basketball tournament. It's fully upon us. March Madness. Visit up and go to NASA. From all of the latest odds, contests, and player props, BetOnline.net is the number one source for all of your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball with March Madness hoops. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up. Learn more about all of the trends and actions because BetOnline is where the game starts. Thanks for making the Locked On Texans your first listen every day. Now make sure you're following Locked On NFL Locked On Experts covering the biggest stories around the NFL every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. Just enough time to get your coffee, your morning coffee. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. And continuing here with this Friday installment of Locked On Texans, as promised, we got our guy, Mr. Aaron Wilson from Pro Football Network. Aaron, what's going on, my guy? Hey, Cody, how are you doing? Doing well, doing well. Let's jump right into it because I know you are extremely busy at this time of the year. And of course, let's just jump right into it. The Denver Broncos on Tuesday made a trade for Russell Wilson. On yesterday, the Washington Commanders shocked everybody and actually traded for Carson Wentz. Aaron, the number one 
question that I want to know that our listeners and viewers want to know. Is there a market for Deshaun Watson as of right now? Of course there is. You know, he was the NFL passing yardage leader two seasons ago. He's been at three Pro Bowls, and he's a bona fide, dynamic, franchise quarterback. They don't grow on trees. Just ask the Indianapolis Colts, who (laughs) just traded Carson Wentz to the Washington Commanders, and you know, for the commanders and their fan base, I mean, how do you sell that? That is really underwhelming. So, yes, there is a limited but active trade market for Deshaun Watson. And there's, of course, a very important day in court. And it's Friday where the grand jury will hear a presentation from the district attorney's office and human trafficking section chief, Yana Stallings. And she will be quarterbacking the presentation for Harris County District Attorney's Office. And meanwhile, Deshaun Watson will be invoking his Fifth Amendment rights, which is not an admission of guilt. Mm -hmm. And that will happen on Friday at his lawyer's office. So, Mm. you know, that is, uh, you know, he'll take the fifth. He'll be asked a lot of questions. I'm sure some difficult questions by Tony Busby, the plaintiff's attorney. And he will invoke his Fifth Amendment right to avoid any potential self-incrimination. And I would say, you know, with the grand jury, it's a closed proceeding. So you just don't know what's going to be said and how it's going to go over and who's on this grand jury. It's all secret. Hmm. When you say there is a limited market, which team do you know of and which teams can you actually share are still in pursuit of Deshaun Watson? I know on yesterday you had an opportunity to report that the Seattle Seahawks could actually get involved in trade talks regarding Deshaun Watson. They are interested in Deshaun Watson, and I do expect them to explore trade scenarios. You know, I think they're going to monitor Friday's legal proceedings just like everyone else. I would say the Carolina Panthers are a more likely trade contender for Deshaun Watson. They've done Mm -hmm. a lot of work on this going back to last year. So their owner is interested. The Panthers are extremely interested in trading for Deshaun. Have -hmm. never heard if Deshaun would waive his no trade clause or not waive his no trade clause for them. So that will be interesting to watch. Would you agree that Deshaun would actually have to kind of expand that small list of teams that he actually wanted to go to when he first demanded a trade in January of 2021? Because remember, I think when he first demanded a trade, there was was, what a list of like seven to 10 teams. There was like four or five teams that he was actually interested in going to. Of course, the number one team on that list. I don't know if if it was ever that high a number, Cody, Mm -hmm. for him. I think it was Miami or bust. I think that he had a very selected list and that was the team he wanted and the team that he would waive his no trade clause for. There wasn't other teams. Mm. And you know, with everything that's going on with Deshaun Watson off the field, do you actually think that Nick Casario can still get that haul that he wanted in a Deshaun Watson trade. I mean, we saw what Russell Wilson went to Denver with and Seattle got a pretty big package back in return. Remains to be seen, but yeah, I would think it just would depend on him being unencumbered by any potential criminal prosecution. If mm-hmm. that's the case, the civil, you know, and this is not, 
to minimize anything with the allegations, but I would just tell you from how the NFL, their standpoint, how they feel, civil litigation and any litigation is just not taken with the same weight as criminal. Mm. And I understand that people will say, well, he's accused of this, but you're not unavailable to play. You might have to write a check. You might have to give a deposition, but that's not going to keep you off the field because they're not going to punish him just on civil. If he gets a criminal charge, they'll put him on the exempt list. He won't be available to be traded and he will get paid still. It's just not the same level of severity uh, in terms of you know how he's going to be dealt with by the NFL. Mm. Last question before moving on, talking about the Houston Texans offseason as a whole. Um, the Miami Dolphins, as you mentioned, and everyone knows, that was actually Deshaun Watson's top trade destination, but it seemed like they closed the door. Do you think there's any way they can actually get back in trade talks, especially after the events that can take place on Friday? No, I do not. Mm. I, I don't see that happening. I just don't see them going off of two at this point. Aaron, Deshaun Watson is just one aspect of the Houston Texans offseason. As we all know, Monday, free agency starts for the tampering period. And on Wednesday, the official free agency starts. So from what you can share, what is the total outlook for the Houston Texans with free agency starting up? You know, I think with the Texans and free agency, I don't expect them to be big players in this. I think, They'll try to retain some of their guys. They'll try to add some depth. I think they'll try to add some wide receivers. I think they will look at the cornerback position. They'll try to keep some of their own defensive linemen like Malik Collins, maybe Demarcus Walker and Vince Taylor too, who's coming off of an injury. I think linebacker is very important to them. Kyle Grugia Hill, Christian Kirksey, not an either-or situation. Might try to keep them both. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that they you know, will – Look on the other side of the football for some depth on the offensive line. And, yeah, I would expect to see some change you know, at some point with some of the guys that are under contract. So like a Marcus Cannon, a Kevin Pierre-Lewis, they could be released. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as we all know, the Texans are not going to be big players this offseason. But is it safe to say that the Texans are a better or an improved free agent destination versus how they were last year, especially considering they hire Lovey Smith as their head coach? Yeah, I think they'll they'll operate a little differently. I think that Lovey will put his stamp on things, Cody. Yeah, there'll be mm-hmm. a different imprint from him. And you know, you've already seen that with the coaching staff, right? He had a lot of autonomy with the coaches that they hired. Aaron, last question before getting out of here with free agency starting up like we just finished talking about. Justin Reed, as you all know, they did not give him a franchise tag on Tuesday. And it's starting to seem like there might be a reunion between the two. Aaron, what can you tell us about the future of Justin Reed here in the city of Houston? And is there starting to be some type of reunion between Reed and the Texans organization? What people say it and what people do are two different things sometimes. Mm-hmm. Justin, if they were willing to pay what the other teams would pay, would be very open to it. When they won't do that, you know, aren't in a position to compete financially, 
it's sort of uh it's nice to say that but actually doing it this happens in every city where people talk about we'd love to have this person back mm-hmm. but the actions always speak the loudest right mm-hmm. no i think that he will have a great market he'll sign a big contract and yeah he'll leave nothing really changed other than he said that he was very open to lovey mm-hmm. but he's always understood the reality it's not like he's desperate to come back and it's not like they're desperate to keep him it's all it's friendly, I guess is the nice way to put it. It's all good. He'll leave. That those things happen. He's a luxury item for a team that's rebuilding to spend. You can't have a safety making between, you know, nine million, eleven million dollars a year. You just can't have that. It just doesn't make sense. So, no. Fans, I mean, I understand because you got to get deep into the business stuff. That's why I reported before and after those comments. Mm-hmm. I do not expect him to return. I'm doubling down on that. I still do not expect him to return. There you have it. One of the best in the business, Aaron Wilson from Pro Football Network. Aaron, really quick, where can our listeners and viewers follow you at on social media? I'm on Twitter at Aaron Wilson underscore NFL. Instagram, Aaron Wilson7128. And our website is www.profootballnetwork.com. And I also am a contributor at Sports Talk 790. Awesome. Sounds good. Thank you for stopping by, Aaron. All right, buddy. Thank you. Cody, I walked off the gym today uh, feeling, feeling accomplished, right? I had a very good workout. Uh, got that treadmill, hit my peak. Did a full set of my, my bench press, got in there and broke a real sweat, got in the car, was hungry for something. And my first thought was to go to the gas station, just give me like some chips to snack on. But then I remembered in my lunch kit, I had a bill bar. I had that white chocolate cookies and cream, and I was super happy that I had that. You know, I try to keep them things on me, but one thing that I love about bill bar after that workout, I'm going to need to snack on something, and it's a low-calorie but high-protein snack, right? Now, if I wouldn't got those chips, look at how many carbs I would have been taking, right? Bill Bar contains only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs instead of the 29 to 40 of those net carbs and 17 grams of protein, the best of both worlds. Tastes great, and it's good for your body. And one thing that I also love about Bill Bar it's covered in 100% chocolate. Go to build.com and use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at build.com. Thanks for making the Locked On Texans your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On NFL Draft with Ryan Tracy and former NFL quarterback Eric Crocker. They bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, that was NFL insider and Houston Texans beat reporter Aaron Wilson. And since that interview, by the way, Wilson has reported that there is actually a market up to 10 teams, but there are a couple teams to keep an eye out for. Um, Of course, John, as you just alluded to, the Carolina Panthers, they seem like the most likely destination. Um, The Seattle Seahawks, which... That would be crazy if they trade Russell Wilson and flip those assets. How many, how many times we gonna talk to Seahawks <laughs> and see them play? Wayne Brown, uh, you know what I mean? 
they get Watson, man. Like, but, but, but this one might be the best. But, but this one might be the best trade packet that we've ever got back from the Seattle Seahawks. But they are another team. And by the way, John, you mentioned there's a wild card team you think is out there. Um, in Wilson's latest report, he mentioned the New Orleans Saints, which I don't understand how in the hell the Saints are going to be able to get the money needed for that because I think they have the worst, if not the second worst salary cap situation in the league. I think, but I think Atlanta is number one. I'm not sure where they rank now with the suspension of Calvin Ridley. I think that was in a negative. Mm-hmm. And then I think the Saints are right behind them. But I would like to plug my boy Ross Jackson over at the Locked On Saints. Check that out because I'm pretty sure he's talked about the Saints cap space and he's he talks about it all the time. On mm. camera, in the group chat, and I personally met him, don't get caught up in cap. Players don't want it, <laughs> teams will find a way to cap. And, and that seems like um, the, the New Orleans Saints could be a possible destination. But, you know, John, we can go back and forth, talk about, you know, trade Deshaun Watson here. Nick Casario is going to get a trade package here. Um, the one thing I want to ask you, though, do you think Nick Casario waited too long to trade Deshaun? I've said this before. I've said that, you know, I'm a believer in – you know, striking while the iron is hot. And I thought that was last year. Now, if it Mm. comes out that there are teams that are waited out, then then Nick Casario looks like a genius, right? But that's a big if. And I do want to take away, like you mentioned, two things from that Aaron Wilson interview, that Seattle is interested in the Panthers are the more likely team to steal this or trade for Deshaun. You know, I think that it's important for at least the fans to know the teams that will possibly pull the trigger on that trade. You know, fans love to play around with who they love to get back in return. But, you know, that's one thing that I took away with those two teams. But to answer your question, uh, in its totality, Nick Casario winning or the Houston Texans winning this bid is all contingent on later today. Hmm. Right? You do not want to go into a situation where – you could have gotten something for him, and what you could have gotten last year could have helped you for last year's draft or for this year's draft. And if it comes out that he's indeed going to get hit with those criminal charges, well, now, you know, he'll possibly go on the exempt list. He still gets paid. How the Houston Texans will work around a player on the exempt list that is due $35 million, which goes into effect on the 16th. And so, you know, I would like for Nick Casario to have given himself uh, at the very least something to play around with and add on to what they're already getting in terms of picks and uh, maybe would have added in a player last year. If all of that dough, uh, if all of that goes down the drain, excuse me, a little stuffy uh, sinuses, but if all of that goes down the drain, then, yeah, you know what I mean? He would come out looking like, in this battle, a loser. Hmm. Uh, and I'm not calling him a loser. I'm just saying the battle between Houston and the Sun, because you could have gotten something for him last year before it got to this point. I do believe so. Yeah. Um, once again, I, I mean, I don't know. It, it's hard to say, 
you know, Nick Casario should have traded him last year, you know, or whether or not he waited too long. I still think he made the right decision by waiting. But like I keep mentioning, you know, at the end of the day, can't nobody talk about this situation. I talk about Deshaun Watson's, God bless you once again, um, talk about Deshaun Watson's off-field legal issue because that is the one thing that threw a whole entire wrench in this whole entire plan. I do, before before we go, I do want to um, lead the listeners and viewers this. Um, as you guys just heard me and Aaron Wilson, we actually had an opportunity to talk about the Texans free agency plan. Unfortunately, and I take Aaron Wilson word for it, um, it doesn't seem like a reunion between the Texans and Justin Reed will be likely like we all hope. But I do want to mention this. Even with, if the Texans are unable to trade Deshaun Watson before Wednesday at 4 p.m., 3, 3 p.m. Central Time, um, the Texans will be entering free agency with $18.5 million to play with. That is pretty good. And can you imagine if they're able to move on from Deshaun and clear up even more cap space? This they might be a pretty. The <laughs> they have the money to get some big splashes. Yes, and, and I do believe that with the hiring of Lovey Smith and the knowledge he brings to the game, there are some players out there that will look at uh, his tenure that just started with Houston as a bonus mm-hmm. for them to increase what they what they can do in the NFL uh, and uh, you know. I think he's a great spokesperson to have who's also your head coach. So clearing up more cap space for Houston, a big splash could be just getting wet in free agency. Right? Hmm. That'll be good for Houston. Hmm. I'm Johnson Sports Guy Hickman. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texans. Like us on Facebook. Also continue. Hey, are we at 800? Uh, I think we won away. I think we won away. Hold on now. One. One away. Wait, if we are one away, you guys can get. We're $7.99. Told you. Go ahead and subscribe (laughs) to the Locked On Texan podcast on YouTube. And whoever is the 800 subscriber, man, I'm buying lunch for you next week. (laughs) After I get paid, of course. And uh, we're going to send you $10 on gas because gas is $5 a pop. You can follow me on Twitter at John underscore Hickman, uh, underscore Hickman 12, right at the bottom of the screen. You see it, you know it, follow and follow. And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Because we did not provide you guys with a show on yesterday, I was covering the Houston Rockets, Rockets versus Lakers. That's the main reason why I got out of there really, really late. By the way, Jalen Green is a star. And I don't care what nobody say. When you're Don Alvarez, with Jalen Green, even with Davis Mills, the city of Houston is going to be back on the map pretty soon. But I say all that just to say, you know, that was, a, that was the reason why we were unable to provide you guys with a show. But that means oh. Monday – it's going to be a very big day because on Monday, we will have a double header on Locked On Texans. We will finish our pre-free agency mock draft, and we're going to do a free agency preview here on Locked On Texans. So please be sure to subscribe and make sure you follow to stick around for the fun. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> peace.